Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. We are in towards the end of August. I was about to say April out loud. Of August, so it means we're still doing action films. And so we took a new approach for this week's pick. We usually pick older things that are like, this was awesome, or this was shitty. We actually went with a film that just came out, I want to say, what, maybe a month ago? Yeah. Something like that. July. Jul- uh, August 5th. Yeah, I was just saying. So August. It came out this month. I was reading the wrong thing then. Yeah. Oh, that was the UK. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So we watched The Suicide Squad. What? Is that a reboot? Is it a remake? No. Kind of. Just a sequel. A standalone sequel. So um, different types of sequels. You could have one that's just like, oh, Katie fell into a well find out what happens in part two and then it continues of what happened when katie was in the well this mm-hmm. one is more like she fell into the well and then it's just another story of katie doing stuff and they don't really acknowledge the well they may bring it up quietly but it's like that so from the be- the first suicide squad movie um there was a group it was what captain boomerang harley deadshot deadshot uh Croc. girl with the double sword, oh, uh, boy, El Diablo, Croc, um, and a lot of other oh, garbage. Crocodile Killer Croc. Oh yeah, Killer, Killer Croc, Croc was in it. Man, he was black. And <laughs> that Native American guy who got tricked. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. guy from La Bamba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rick Flag, he was the leader. So in this movie, uh, right at the beginning, Captain Boomerang sees Harley. He's like, "Hey, Harley, I haven't seen you in a while," and She's like, yeah, I got arrested again. And they kind of make it seem like they've done these missions before. This isn't isn't their first suicide mission. It's like they survive a lot. And she knows Rick. She knows Rick Flagg, which... A sequel to the first movie. Yes, but... Okay. Well, I was reading things about interviews with James Gunn. He says it's kind of a sequel, but they quietly acknowledge things. But it's not a full-on sequel because... A lot of people like to get pissed about, well, where's the sequel? Why did this happen? You know, so, um, but no, this movie is great. So James Gunn, a lot of people are confused because he's a Marvel guy. Uh, yeah, he got fired. For a minute. Yes, for a bit, for uh, old tweets that got resurfaced because he was doing good. So they're like, hey, you remember you said this like 10 years ago? And so he got fired and uh, Warner Brothers quickly picked him up and was like, hey, you want to make a Superman movie for us? He was a bit nervous about that and was like, maybe not Superman up front. And they were like, okay, you can pick any franchise, any group, anybody to make a movie for us. And he picked the Suicide Squad. Uh, Which doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah. If you have seen any James Gunn film, uh, he loves a good ensemble cast with things. And an oddball team up. Yes. Uh, it's, it's It's his bread and butter. It's really good. He's really good at it. So... Uh, he worked on this movie. The um, COVID-19 kind of slowed it down a little bit. This would have been out, shit, probably Almost mid-2000. Yeah. Uh, 2020, I mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it came out you know, a couple weeks ago. But this movie's absolutely amazing. Um, it's funny. They were going to get Deadshot Will Smith back for this film, but he was busy doing um, he the Serena and Venus uh, Williams film he's the dad 
Yeah, that looks that movie looks great. So he was doing that. Wait. And so he, it, it's funny. He didn't have any bad blood or anything. He's like, I'm just doing this movie, so I can't do that. And they're like, it's fine. And it's funny. The second James Gunn's name got attached to this film, people started coming out of the woodwork saying, I want to be in it. I want to be this person. I want to do that. I want to do this. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie was instantly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in that. And then Idris Elba popped up and was like, yes, I will do this movie. I don't the really care what Idris Elba. Yeah. Um, John Cena. He called John Cena and, and was like, hey, do you want to be in? And he just said, yes. Didn't even know what it was for. He just said, yes, because there's a good chance it's a movie. Uh, he gave no shits. And uh, Rick Flagg, Joel Kinnaman, he came back. Sylvester Stallone, he, he told him that, hey, man, um, all you have to do is just do a voiceover. You're going to be a giant man-eating shark. That's kind of dumb. He's like, okay. Um, yeah, everybody was so pumped that, that this was... his voice? Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> you, didn't hear, you didn't hear Shades of Rocky. Ooh. Yeah, it, I don't know. When you listen to it a little bit it more, just, you can kind of hear sounded, it. It just sounded like a modified like cartoon voice. I assume they got someone who did like normal cartoon voices yeah. and just modified it a little bit Not so it just sounded alone yeah oh. it's your voice lie uh viola davis came back as amanda waller she is the best live action amanda waller uh cch pounder she can always be amanda waller if it's a cartoon i'm sorry I viola davis say, uh cch pounder could have made a great live action yes she's getting a little older I mean, she, i don't know she's, she's older now yeah but i don't know she what she's doing but. so she's in warehouse 13 and yeah. she plays a character similar to amanda waller in warehouse 13 uh she's kind of like the head bitch in charge not as crazy as amanda waller she ain't trying to kill everybody like, yeah instantly but similar vein like the head bitch in charge oh yeah she's fucking great i love cch founder and we have uh michael rooker so it's star lord's daddy and then jai courtney's in this bad boy it's peter happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 no, he said anybody can be your father, but I'm your daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jai Courtney popped up. Peter Capaldi. He's one of the characters in this movie. The just set. I honestly I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen Capaldi in about like six years. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. It, oh, man. It, it he he so disappeared many... after Doctor Who, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, he was, uh, yeah, he was good. He had the Doctor Who money. He could kind of just chill. He's been doing a lot of uh, British stuff, BBC yeah. stuff. Which, yeah, it's, there's only hey, like seven British people, so they just hey, kind of get hey, props around. to props to the movie though. They they cast two weasels, a CGI one and Pete Davidson. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's funny. He he called up Pete Davidson and was like, "Hey, do you want to be in this movie? Your character's name is Dick Hurts," and he's like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> But yeah, that's Blackguard's name, Richard Hertz. Dick Hertz. I said they should have just put patches of fur on Pete Davidson and made him the weasel. Right. He's <laughs> just out there shirtless, just scooting. Uh, Nathan <laughs> Fillion is in this bitch. So uh, James Gunn called everybody he knew and was like, do you want to be in this movie? It's absolutely going to be. Except his fucking... brother. He was. He was weasel. Really? Yes. And he was Calendar Man when he was like, uh, when he yelled at Polka Dot Man, he's like, hey, you want to Come to my kid's birthday party, you piece oh, of okay. shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his brother was in it. Yeah, he was weasel. Oh, oh you're right. That post I I read a post that was like, 
a reunion of all the people who were in all of James Gunn's films, and he wasn't in the picture because he wasn't in uh, Slither. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like his James Gunn's only film that he, they didn't put his brother in. He's probably busy doing something else. Yeah, uh, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, uh, Taika Waititi's in this. It, so just going off that, the set, the set list of this movie was absolutely absurd. And I've seen movies have tons of great people and then they fail completely. So it was kind of scary, but James Gunn kind of knows what he's doing with ensemble groups like this. So it actually came out pretty good. So for uh, the uninitiated, uh, when we talk about the Suicide Squad, it's like, what are they, good guys or something? No, they're actually terrible people forced to do missions for Amanda Waller and America, in sense, I guess, um, to get uh, years taken off of their prison sentences. That's like the thing that they do. So it's just people forced to do usually good stuff in a bad way so they can get out of prison faster. And um, they are made sure that they stay stick to the lines because Amanda Waller puts explosives in like the fucking like their spinal column or like in their head to make sure they don't just run off when they're free and she'll just blow their heads up. Uh, there are tons of comic books, uh, years, fucking decades of Suicide Squad. Uh, fun fact, the the doctor in the movie that put the bomb in Michael Rooker's head, that was actually the creator of Suicide Squad, <laughs> the first comic. They, so they had him in this. Uh, but yeah, that's like the biggest thing. And so usually the whoever is writing Suicide Squad, they usually add a lot of crazy, primarily Batman villains, because Batman's rogues gallery is like 300 deep. And so it's the best way to pad for numbers like Polka Dot Man. Yeah, that's a real villain. He fights Batman. So it's just what they Polka do. Polka Dot Man was pretty dope. Yes. This Polka <laughs> Dot Man, tra- real Polka Dot Man's really not that good. Of course not. So they, they, yeah, he's absolutely true. He's better than so he's like Con- <laughs> Barely. I was about to say, he was like, he's like Conman King. He's just there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's what happens. And usually in those stories, something really cool happens. Usually, um, like in one of the animated films, they have to deal with Batman and Joker with a nuke in Gotham at the same time while they're trying to grab the Riddler. And it's really fun because when Batman pops up, they're like, oh, we're going to lose. <laughs> they're instantly ready to fail and they just scuttle off. That's the only thing they can do. That's all you can do against Batman. You're not going to stop him. And it's, it's really fun stuff. Some of my favorite stories just deal with the Suicide Squad and guessing who's going to die in the first issue. Um, they're all about killing people. They really don't care who's in the group, except um, Deadshot. He's he's like the longest surviving Suicide Squad member, but he died recently. So everybody's like, oh, <laughs> usually he always makes it out. And Harley, she gets out, but she always scoots off. So they have to recatch her and get her back in. Uh, but no, this is fun. This story, they are traveling to Moldo Cortez or Corto Maltese. I really- Yeah, I was gonna say Panama because it's where he filmed it, but yeah, somewhere uh, Corto Maltese, yeah, South American area to uh, blow up a what is just a laboratory, Mm -hmm. Project Jotunheim, and that's all they know because Amanda Waller is all about like y'all, y'all need to know all that shit. Just blow this thing up. That's all you need to do. (laughs) Yeah, and then need to know the specifics. Yeah, and then just things happen. So uh, we get to see really cool characters pop up. Fuck it, it was in the trailers. They fight Starro, and if you don't know what Starro is, it's a giant evil starfish. Starro the Conqueror. And fun fact, Starro was the first bad guy that the Justice League took on. Starro is like OG villain. So when I saw him pop up, I'm like, that's legit. Like Starro and Amazo, 
that robot that constantly evolves. Uh, those are old school villains. So take a word and add an O. Yeah, that's the <laughs> pretty much. Poop-o. Didn't Star become? Didn't Star become a Robin at some point? Yes. Well, his name is what Jaro. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Batman took the DNA of Starro because Starro actually like saved them from a bad guy, and he cloned a little Starro, and his name is Jaro. And Jaro thinks Batman's his dad, and he has a little Robin suit he puts on him, and he's like, "I'll make you proud of me, Dad." And he actually is out there doing work. The, just Google Jaro. J-A. That is so cute. It's I'm going to cry. A, it's a cute suit. And he makes Batman like care a little bit because he don't get no shit about orphans. That orphan. is so fucking cute. <laughs> yeah, Jaro is a cutie pie. But, uh, ours? Like yeah. Starro? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie is absolutely amazing. Uh, the whole storyline is fun. It, it's good stuff. So if you have not seen so The Suicide Squad, uh, I would really give it a look. I'd watch the first one, but it ain't it ain't nothing compared to this one. Trust me. And and it doesn't connect to this one, like yeah. outside of hey, it's the same chick that played Amanda Waller, and hey, it's the same, you know, it's a few of the same actors, but outside of that, no. I know it's fucking cute. <laughs> but oh, uh, so uh, like always, we'll get through and talk about the story and go over it real quick. Uh, but you know, seriously, go, go watch this movie; it's really good. <laughs> so this, it's funny. We get started and it actually gets going really good. I love when movies don't do the credits at the beginning and they just start going. I'm like, oh shit, this guy have to get real. Just like in an anime, when they don't do the intro music and it just gets started, I'm like, oh shit, it's about to be a fight. And they don't want to play the sappy song at the beginning. Like, nah, man, we need this extra like three minutes to show some fighting. So Amanda Waller, she assembles Task Force Force X. And this group is what, eight people deep? We got Rick Flagg in charge. Uh, Harley Quinn is there. Captain Boomerang. Mongal. I guess it's like Mongol, but a female one. She's garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Blackguard. Javelin. He throws javelins. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. Weasel. He's a giant weasel. <laughs> um, oh, I'm missing like Michael Rooker's character. He, yeah, I can't remember his name. Savant. Savant. Yeah. And then uh, there's the, one more. The guy who just detaches his arm. Oh, TDK. Nathan Fillion's here. Um, it's instantly from the get go. You could just feel the, I don't know. It just feels like people that. Spareness of all these characters. Yeah, the, the spareness, but the way they talk, it just feels kind of real. They're all, well, Black Guard's scared because Weasel is a man shaped weasel and he thinks it's a werewolf for a while and he's like terrified because he doesn't want to sit that close to a werewolf. I wouldn't either, but everybody's laughing at them and stuff. And so they get going. They're heading to Corto Maltese to blow up this. Um, the Project Jotunheim, they're just there to destroy it. And that's all they know. The second they get there, lo and behold, they're full of villains. So what do villains do? They betray people. So Blackguard, he called the fucking military and was like, hey, man, if you get me out of here, I'll sell all these people up because I don't give a shit. He gets up and he's like, hey, it's me. You remember the guy that called? Hey, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. They instantly peel his face off. So. They did not give any fucks about Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, they literally peel his face off with, with a bullet. Yeah. Like, his face just vanishes. Down. And then at this point, Amanda Waller is like, no, try to continue the mission. You guys are fine. Rick, Rick and fucking Harley are like, this is kind of, well, Harley's actually fine with the fighting. After a while, she's like, I don't want to be here. But Rick is kind of concerned because he's like, this is getting kind of wild. Uh, it's funny. Even before that, Weasel, they got dropped off by a helicopter into the water. Weasel does not know how to swim, so he drowns. So <laughs> 10 seconds into the mission, one person's already dead. Um, Two people because Pete Davis. Yeah, you know, he died like minutes later. So 
uh, it all falls apart. We see Mongal, she grabs onto a helicopter and causes the helicopter to shoot shrapnel at Captain Boomerang, and he gets, like, fucking, what, bamboo or, I don't even know, branches, like, like, stabbed into his chest, so he's dead. And then the helicopter crashes into him, killing him and Mongal. Javelin gets shot. Uh, TDK, which stands for the detachable kid, uh, he detaches his arms to take out people with guns, and he just kind of lightly slaps them. Oh, so stupid. And then his <laughs> arms get just turn into Swiss cheese, and then he's just on the ground spitting up blood. <laughs> uh, it's so horrible. stupid. His arm shot up. <laughs> I've never seen so many people die so fast, and it's so depressing. And this would have been so cool to watch in the theater with people that don't know about the Suicide Squad, that it's like, oh man, it's cool. They're going to show their power. Oh my, why did he die so fast? And just, no! <laughs> Everybody dies. Savant I guess he must have been in a war or something because he saw all this happen and he turns around and just starts running well swimming away yeah he said nope and Amanda Waller's like you're deserting don't do this don't make me do this to you and blows his head off so at this point the credits finally fucking hit and just about everybody's dead and so while Flag and Harley are just struggling to stay alive you realize that Amanda she assembled two teams and honestly, the first team was kind of a distraction. She was kind of counting on them to do a lot of the fighting. Probably not die so fast because they die fucking quick. But keep it busy so the second team wouldn't have to deal with any opposition because the whole military is fighting them. And so we have a boy, Bloodsport. He was raised from birth to be an assassin and has a terrible childhood. That's cool. And he, his group has Peacemaker. Raised from childhood to be an assassin. Has a terrible childhood. Uh, King Shark. I don't know what King Shark's deal in this one is, but he's a dum-dum. All the King Sharks that I usually know are a lot smarter. There is one King Shark that just says King Shark is a shark. That's the only thing he can say. That's fantastic. Like I am Groot. Yeah, that's the only thing he says. Uh, But usually in the last couple of instances of King Shark, he can talk. He's smart. Uh, isn't the one King Shark? And is he like IT? Is yeah, he, and and the Harley Quinn animated show. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's like their IT guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the smartest one in the group, and he's voiced by Ron Funches. It's hilarious. Yes, uh, absolutely amazing. Watch that show. Uh, Polka Dot Man. Uh, he's a mess. When I remember when I saw him, I was like, oh, he's garbage water. This movie makes him a lot cooler. And in Ratcatcher Two, we explain a little bit later about why she's the number two because. That one's dead. Um, so Peacemaker, we talked about John Cena and this being in this film. John Cena is fucking amazing. That dude's absolutely hilarious. Watch this movie just for him. So it's weird. It was weird hearing him cuss. Yes. John Cena cusses yeah. in this film. And it was like uh, off-putting because I have i don't watch. I haven't seen his other films. So yeah. this is like the first time I've seen him do something that wasn't WWE. And he's very like kid-friendly, happy, jolly in WWE. <laughs> like that's very much his persona. So when he came out the gate and was just like, fuck, I was like, Jesus, what is happening? Yeah, he's <laughs> in a lot of his movies. No. He is not about being kid friendly in his movies. Like, no, no. I, I've, I've heard. I just haven't seen any of them. So this was like, it's holy great. shit. John Cena is amazing. So, um, so while it's happening, the second group, they actually do pretty good. They make it into the fucking jungle and they're on their way to Project Youngheim. They have to find uh, Gaius Greaves, Gaius, the, the thinker, uh, the thinker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
trying to use real names because I'm I don't know why flopping my DC dick out. They don't the give movie. a shit. <laughs> they don't care about him. <laughs> Other people are like, oh, it's a thinker. They're like, we're probably going to kill you at some point. Well, yeah, but yeah. they should have just called him the thinker. It would have been easier than Gaius Greaves. Yeah, the code names. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they have to make it into town and find him at this like cool bar, kind of strippy clubby kind of thing. And they're going to snatch him up. And then he'll get them into Project Jotunheim and they can blow everything up. So that's the game plan. Uh, they actually get a audible called by Amanda Waller. They have to find Rick Flagg because he was taken captive uh, while all that shit was going down with the first team. So to like find him because he's kind of important. So get him going. Uh, at the same time, Harley crawls over to Javelin's body. He's not yet dead. And he tells her to take his Javelin and what find and then just dies and she's like find what what am i doing what, what do i do with this javelin and so the whole movie she's trying to figure out what she's supposed to do with the javelin like find her her purpose with this stupid giant javelin so uh she gets grabbed by the military and so you find out harley uh gets taken to like the what the fucking uh, presidential palace thank you and so at the capital no no not the capital um she actually meets up with what's his fucking name? Uh, the dude that she was like in love with. I can't remember his name. He's the president. Is just the, He's president. the president. Yeah, I mean, he had a name. It was like Colonel something. Like, but who gives a fuck? He was the president. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so uh, she meets up with the president, and actually, uh, Corto uh, Maltese. They love Harley because she's a straight up terrorist, and she's crazy. And they're like, we would love to have you here. You're like our fucking mascot. You know, we love what you do. And the president is in love with her and actually wants to marry her. Huh? Let's keep in mind, this is the second president because he they just overthrew the government. Of yes, they had a coup. Yeah. And then took the people, oh, they hung them outside. Yeah. <laughs> in the streets. And so uh, they, they do it. And she's actually having a fun time. She's like, hey, I've met a good guy. Who's also crazy like me. Yes. And a murderer. But, cool. But then just like all her other boyfriends and people she meets, uh, they go a little too far in their sentences when they talk. And so she realizes that this president is going to use the project because he knows it's something from space, something weird that they found. And when people go in, they don't come out. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use this weapon against anybody that tries to oppose us. And then I will be the super evil person. Ha! And he turns around and she blasts him in the chest with a pistola. <laughs> and she's like, yep. damn, I thought you were cool, but you're just as bad as all the other dudes I meet. And she's like, yeah, you're probably better like this dying. You know, all those evil thoughts bleeding out your body. So uh, she gets instantly snatched again <laughs> inside of the fucking building. And then they hang her up to torture her for information on the squad because she obviously did not come in there by herself. Sure, they killed 17 people earlier on the beach, but, you know, it makes sense that Americans probably sent more. Um, so while that's happening, um, no, yes. So the second squad, they find flag at a rebel base. Um, they sneak their way in and kill tons of people. And you find out those were all the good guys, honestly. <laughs> Dude, that body count was so high in that camp. Yeah, as John Cena and Idris Elba try to like... Yeah, they go piss, yeah. <laughs> they, have a, they have a pissing contest over who's the better killer. They're just murdering these people nonchalantly as fuck. Yeah, he's like, that's so flashy. He's like, yeah, but everybody likes it because it's dope as fuck. 
And he's like, damn it. <laughs> it's true. Right. It was cool as fuck. Yeah, that was dope as fuck. It was. And bullet just exploded that man. Extra dope as fuck. Oh my God. Yeah, so you just see them just murdering people, doing what they do best. Uh, it's actually really cool. So they realize that they killed all the people, and they find Flag, and he's fine. He's just drinking some fucking tea, just having a good time with his friend, Solsoria. So they're going to assist, well, kind of assist. They're going to go the same direction and inadvertently help them out, because Bloodsport's like, we're not here for you or your people, just so you know. But they're heading the same direction, so we'll kill people in the same direction with you. Um, and while they head into town to find the thinker uh, at a that bar strip clubby thing, mm-hmm. they actually have some drinks and loosen up, and it's really fun to see everybody. Like, because they're like in probably three or four hours, we're probably all gonna die. So yeah. let's all just relax now. Um, Polka Dot Man, I forgot to bring this up. So he has a lot of social issues, and one thing is uh, with his story, the mother she actually uh, forced the kids. To do experiments. She did experiments on them. Yeah, because she, she wanted them to have superpowers. Yeah. And basically forced him into becoming Polka Dot Man. Yeah, yeah. she infected him with like an interdimensional virus. Yeah, to make yeah. It's Polka Dot. <laughs> yeah. So um, his problem is everybody he sees is his mom. And so he's just mentally ruined by this. And it's it's pretty funny. A couple of scenes in the movie, everyone just turns into <laughs> his mom. And <laughs> it's so fucking weird. This movie is really weird. Um, and so they actually party and they split up because the military is looking for extra people because they know Harley didn't come by herself. And so they bust in. So Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and uh, Rick Flag, they actually turn themselves in. They're like, hey, I'm, you know, just, I'm American. Hey, look at me. Look at me. And Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man actually take the thinker away into the, the van to get more information from him. So in the van as they're driving away, uh, the three guys, actually Bloodsport, he talks about um, uh, the dim mock, what the uh, was it called? The death touch? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like you can kill somebody just with one punch. He did, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme did it in what, Bloodsport? He did that sweet-ass hit. It was like real close and like hit him. Nick Cage did it in Con Air two weeks ago. <laughs> it happens a lot. There's a, death, there's a death touch and a lot of things. So, um, they make their way out and just destroy everybody. John Cena, like, what uses a shotgun to make a hole, and he's like beating this man up, just reaching in and stuff. So they get out and they realize they got to get to Project Giltenheim into the building. They have the thinker. We're good. But wait, we have one more stop to do. We got to save Harley because she's still alive, as they learn. Uh, probably one of the coolest scenes in this movie. Harley is getting zip zaps, and they're like, Hey, how many more people came with you? And she's like singing, uh, what? It's not called I Ain't Got Nobody. I can't remember the name. Just a Gigolo. Uh, she's singing Just a Gigolo and she's getting the zip zaps. And so she blacks out. And so they're like, well, when she wakes up, we'll give her some more zip zaps and we'll start cutting off toes. And then she'll start talking. Then instantly, the second the new president leaves, she just straight chokes this man out with her legs <laughs> and uses her feet to grab the keys and unlock herself. Uh, there was an interview. James Gunn said that that actually was Margot Robbie that did the foot trick to unlock herself. It's just you can't see her face because her arm's in the way. But mm. actually, Margot Robbie did all of that herself. Uh, she's really down to do stunts and things to an extent. She don't want to like fuck herself up, but she'll do as much as she can before they have to use stunt doubles. So I thought that was really cool. I was like, dang, that's legit. That person. Oh, it's Margot Robbie. Damn, she's 
that Thought. much cooler. God damn it, Daniel. Don't listen to him. It's gross. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Harley breaks out, kills at least 30 people, at least 30 people, and they show how she sees the world in her head. Uh, there's a lot of cartoon animals flying around. Those little birds fucking fly. <laughs> yeah. uh, all, all, the, all the blood is just flowers blooming. Yeah, flowers. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. That's how she sees the world. So she breaks out, and it, you know, it's like she's very capable. If you think she's just a dumb little blonde, pale chick, like she's gonna get you. So um, she actually makes it outside, and she sees the squad actually coming to save her. She's like, oh, and she's very touched by it. She it gives a uh, flag like at least a three minute hug, and he's like, okay, you can get off me now. Uh, and she says, like, I can go back in there if y'all want to do the plan and mm-hmm. save me. She's like, nah. <laughs> She's condescending now. Yeah, a, a, a fucking dead shot just hanging off the side of the building. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's condescending. So uh, they all hop into the van. And around this area, I think it's a little bit earlier in the movie, you find out that the real project is called Project Starfish. And so in space, these astronauts find this little starfish, blue little starfish, and it starts getting bigger. And it shoots out spores of smaller starfish that instantly jump on people's faces and control their bodies. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's where the tape ends. So we find out from the thinker a little bit later that this starfish has been constantly releasing spores and beginning to experiment in torture on for 30 years. So now this thing is as big as, I don't even know how fucking, as big as a building, bigger. So it's pissed off. And so that's the real thing they're doing. And so the the squad realizes they got to destroy all of this. And the thinker actually tells them a little bit later that America was involved with this. They helped fund this. And so they're like, wait, that's impossible. We're the good guys. Like, nah, man, y'all are terrible. (laughs) Y'all just don't want the weird shit in your country. That's why you came here to put all this up. So, you know, go America, I guess. So they sneak in. Yeah, (laughs) they sneak in. uh, The squad, the thinker, and Milton. He comes in, <laughs> Milton, their uh, band driver for a while that survived way too long. I was proud of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get in and they have a plan. So Peacemaker, uh, Nanawe, King Shark, and uh, what was it? Harley and Polka Dot Man. They're going to set yeah. up C4 everywhere and blow this building up as they're heading their way out. And Bloodshot, Flag, and Ratcatcher. No, I think whatever. Uh, are going to get the info that America was involved with this and grab that because they can use that as leverage because you got to remember, they're bad guys. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're not going to get out of this clean. Let's find some shit on Amanda and then she could let us the fuck out of here, which is pretty smart. Um, so uh, the both of the plans are happening at the same time. And then lo, we find out that Peacemaker, this whole time Peacemaker says, I will do whatever it takes to make sure peace I thought Katie was about to sneeze. Make sure peace happens. He will kill every man, woman, and child if he has to. I love or, that line. I don't yeah. care how many men, women, and children I have to kill, but I'll make sure peace. Like, God damn I, it. Yeah, yeah. I make sure peace prevails or something. Or what, what was it? Uh, <laughs> suck a whole beach full of dicks? No, he will, eat, he will eat a whole beach full of yeah, dicks. Yeah, a whole beach full of dicks. <laughs> it's all about peace any way it takes. So they find out that Peacemaker got a second little job from Amanda to make sure that info gets destroyed because no one needs to know that America was helping Starro become a scary thing. 
So Flag is like, no, man, we're getting this out. If I have to fight you or kill you, I will do it. So Flag and Peacemaker have themselves a scrap. Uh, it's really sad. Uh, Starro gets out at this point because the bombs go off early. And we'll explain why that happened. So the bombs go off. They wake up all busted up. And then they start swinging on each other. Flag is actually choking the fuck out of Peacemaker after some good fighting. And he's going to kill him. You know? And then Peacemaker picks up what fucking what tile? Yeah, piece of tile, broken tile chunk. Yeah, and stabs Flag in his chest, piercing his heart. Uh, I was very sad. I thought there was a small <laughs> circle of people that would not die in these movies ever, and I thought Flag was going to always survive because he's not a bad person. He's actually a good guy. He's yeah, just- he leads the squad. He's not part of the squad. Yeah, he's just in charge <laughs> of the bad people, and he dies. I was like, oh no! <laughs> I was so very sad about that. But, oh no, Ratcatcher grabs the info and saw it it happen. So she scoots off. Peacemaker chases after her. So we go back a couple of minutes, and um, Harley and uh, Polka Dot Man have themselves to talk about Milton, because he just got fucking perforated by bullets. He got Swiss Swiss cheese. Yeah. And she's confused because she doesn't doesn't remember a Milton this whole time. He's like, (laughs) the person that just died, he's over there. He was here the whole time. He's like, nah, I'd have known a Milton if there was a Milton here. He's like, just the name's so silly. I, I would have remembered. And then um, she pops out. Oh, yeah. hey, so that's Milton? <laughs> oh, Milton. Uh, so another group comes in shooting. Polka Dot Man uses his polka dots that like burn melt things. people, basically. Yeah, they pretty much <laughs> yeah. melt anything in its path. If, if the polka dots touch you, you're dead. So he shoots the polka dots at the bad guys. Oh, no, there's C4 in between them. So one polka dot touches the C4. And just the building just peels off itself. Yeah. And so they're falling apart and running away trying to survive. King Shark went to an aquarium and he's having fun with his new like jellyfish friends. Yeah, little squid yeah. friends. <laughs> uh, the water breaks and then he's like, oh no, my jellyfish friends. And then they just start attacking him. <laughs> like, oh no, King Shark. And then he gets swept. He gets swept out of the building and just falls. God knows how many stories. Right? He fucking fell at least <laughs> three hundred feet. Like ew. he eats it outside, and then the military just starts shooting bullets at him. He's just like, "Ow, ow!" and just covers his head. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" He's going through the ringer. So while this is happening, Bloodshot, Harley, and Polka Dot Man are running while the building is falling. It's really cool and trying to make it their way to a safe spot in the building. Bloodsport falls and he lands on a floor and falls like 15 floors and he ends up right in front of Peacemaker as he's about to peel the cap off of Ratcatcher 2. And he lands, looks at the situation, he's like, oh shit. And he pulls out the tiniest little derringer, little little rape gun, like, get off me. And no. Peacemaker shoots his fucking, what, Desert Eagle? Yeah. yeah. And Bloodsport's bullet goes inside of Peacemaker's bullet, just evaporates it, and then Peacemaker gets shot in the throat, and and he staggers and dies. Hooray! Get out of here, bad guy. Hope you don't get a TV show, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ratcatcher realizes that they have the info, and actually everything's kind of good. Like everything's going pretty nicely. They get outside. Oh no. Saro didn't die from the explosions. He's out and free and pissed off. And he starts shooting out spores instantly. Uh, the military, they all get a fucking starfish on their face because they didn't really know that that was going to happen. But I'm like, are those starfishes flying around? 
I'm like, I don't like that. Now to put my shirt over my face, I'm like, Ugh, especially crazy. after the first couple people got they just jumped on their face. Like, I mean, everyone yeah, in the right. Suicide Squad was smart enough to like, don't let it touch your face. Yeah, <laughs> everybody started putting their hands on the face. Like, oh, I don't like. Yeah, this. but now nah, everybody, everybody else is just like, oh, my face is wide open, and they just get. Yeah, you know, we'll talk, Steve. If we were in the military, and then like I don't know, Bob gets just a fucking starfish on his face. I'm like, whoo! My shirt's going over my face. I'm like, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> just put, I'm just, I'm just putting my hand yeah. above my face, trying to look through my my fingers. Like, nope, not we, just what, we just saw what happened to Bob. No, my face. I ain't getting no goddamn starfish. Probably gonna get that shit off. You cannot get that shit off. You are dead the second that starfish gets on your face. Uh, it's funny. It's a very terrifying moment for all the humans and King Shark. Like at least 20 starfish just kind of just quietly, not even quietly, just slightly plop against his skin and then die. And he's just it, standing yeah. there. He doesn't really have like a normal face for that. Yeah, he doesn't have a normal face. So they yeah. just like hit him. <laughs> he was kind of confused. He's like, stop. Just kind of sliding <laughs> off. I don't, I, how did Polka Dot, was Polka Dot Man just slapping him away or what? Yeah, he, he was, was slapping covered, him away. He was just covering oh. his face like a smart person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. So, uh, Star Road escaped. And uh, kills the thinker earlier. He just mushes him, turns him into fucking cream corn, and all the military. And so Sorrow starts wobbling his dumbass starfish body down the street because he's like, I'm going to just break stuff. <laughs> Who can stop me? Superman's sleep right now or something, even though Superman should be able to hear all this. But, you know, what do I know? Uh, and then <laughs> Wally tells the squad, hey, mission complete. Good job, guys. You can come on home. They're like, well, what about the starfish that's breaking stuff? That ain't our problem, man. <laughs> Give a fuck. <laughs> not in America. <laughs> who, who gives a shit? Uh, and this is the point where kind of villains get a face turn. And so actually Bloodsport <clears throat> walks the other way. He's like, you heard it. We're done. You know, I want to get this fucking bomb out of my head. And then he stops and he's like, God damn it. Because Ratcatcher, she's like the young kid of the group. And she's been slowly but surely just, just picking at Bloodsport saying he's a good person. He's like, yeah, I'm not good. Get out of my face. And it finally he breaks and he's like, God damn it, let's go stop that starfish. And so Ratcatcher turns around. King Shark's like, Why are my friends going that way? He he didn't agree to the plan. He just went with them. Uh Polka Dot Man turns around. Harley, realizing what she's supposed to do with that javelin, she's supposed to kill that starfish with it. So they all head the other way. And so at this point, Amanda's like, Hey, what are you doing? What, don't turn around. Don't don't make me kill you. And she opens up the box with all the buttons with their heads on it. She's like, I will blow your heads off if you keep going. She's about to press the button. And then the real MVP of this movie, one of her aides just blows her shit up with a, with a fucking cane. What was it, a cane or a crutch? It was a golf club. Oh, it was a golf, golf club. Because she was like cutting earlier. In the oh, yeah. cut a, she cut a nine iron to the back of the head. Destroys Amanda <laughs> Waller's yep. fucking head. She goes down. All the aides are like, oh, shit. Well, might as well help them. <laughs> yeah. So then they get on the comms and start helping the Suicide Squad go in the correct places to take care of this starfish. And it's really cool. So um, Bloodsport, this whole time, he's been a leader. Uh, actually, not a bad leader. They're all idiots. So he's been keeping the idiots alive to an extent. But now he actually fully realizes how to make it work. So he tells King Shark that the starfish is nom noms. And he's like, oh, word up. And starts running at him, biting on a tiny little spot. Tells Harley to go up high. And he tells Polka Dot Man, you see that over there? You see that big ass thing? That's your mom. And then <laughs> Polka Dot Man looks at the starfish and it turns into his mom. And he's instantly ready to fight. And he actually shoots, shoots his Polka Dots 
and peels off one of the legs of the starfish and actually does some damage. And then he's like, I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. And he gets smushed. And I was like, God. <laughs> oh, dude, that. <laughs> I felt really sad about that. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, very sad. Um, so Harley, um, uh, actually, King Shark gets thrown into a building and then it falls. So he's he's busy for a little bit. Harley, it falls into a falling building. So she's in the darkness. And Bloodsport starts shooting people that have the star hills on their face. He don't get no fuck. He's like, you touch me, you're dead. So he runs out of all his guns and he saves Ratcatcher. And so everything looks really dim. What are they going to do? Ratcatcher is going to use her power and call all the rats in the, in the fucking probably country. That was a fuck ton of rats. Yes. And the rats. Yeah, rats are gross and they're everywhere. Yeah. And, and the rats start covering Starro. And it's funny. You can see his eye like because usually it's like looking forward and it starts looking down and it starts darting really fast. He's like, get, get, get off me. <laughs> Starro's fighting all these rats off, but it's just so many rats. He can't stop it. Harley is in position. She takes a running start, dives off, and uses the javelin to pierce into Starro's eye. And now she's all in his eye juice and eyeball. And the rats follow her. And the rats just start biting shit. And then they just kill him from the inside. <laughs> that was an odd, an oddly beautiful scene because you just see like Harley free flying in the water and then little yeah, it was rats. Really, they made it, they little made it rats, really, just like, yeah. It was really pretty in the, in the water while the rats are just like gnawing that thing. <laughs> I, oh, I did like they when they showed the outside of Star when his, art, his eye just starts going red because it's filled with blood. Like, yeah. Yep. shit. <laughs> yeah. It was one cool moment, Starro, because he can talk through all the people that he controls. He actually says, he's like, man, I was having fun in space before y'all grabbed me. He's like, my life was cool, man. I was just floating and looking at shit. Now I'm dying from rats on a fucking I got rats in my eye. <laughs> this fucking sucks. So, <laughs> hooray, Starro's dead. And then Bloodsport uploads the fucking incriminating info about America and puts it to servers everywhere. And he's like, hey, this shit's safe. So if we die, that shit's going everywhere. So we're not going back to prison. So and then Amanda agrees as she holds fucking ice to her head <laughs> and her aides are just like quietly doing their work, just <laughs> not admitting who did it. I yep. wouldn't I wouldn't admit it. Hell no. If our boss was acting wild, then like if I like cracked him in the head, I look at him like, don't you fucking squeal on me? <laughs> 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 Who hit me? Who fucking hit me? You're like, I don't know, man. You just fell over. I don't know why. Well, why, why is my putter <laughs> bent? Ah, you fell on it, bro. I don't know. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me, man. I was eating the sandwich in the other room. We were all in the other room. You probably yeah. were yelling. <laughs> we, we, were, we were in the other room just reading the Bible, you know, not doing nothing. Yeah, we were doing Bible study in there, bro. You were just yelling it's, about it's, them. You say you're gonna blow their heads off, and you just fell over. <laughs> it's weird because it was kind of like a, a turn for the for the staff. Because remember in the beginning, they were like placing bets on who's gonna die. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They ain't get no fucks about them. Yeah, they were like, "All right, I got twenty on Weasel." Or, yeah, but then they realized, like, okay, this is kind of fucked up, man. Like, all these people are gonna die, so it's over. Hooray! The helicopter comes in and picks them all up, and so uh, it'd be really cool if they did another one and just eh. I don't want them to ruin, make a third one, and it's crap. But the special part about these Suicide Squad movies is just grab some more villains from Batman. He has tons of shitty ones, and to just make another group and have them do something stupid. So uh, that's the magic of these movies. Oh, I forgot. So uh, at the end of the movie, 
Weasel, they left his corpse on the beach because <laughs> he was drowned. He coughs up water and wakes up and then scoots into the brush. Yeah, like four and... days later, he just like woke up from a drowning. Oh, I assumed it was the same night. Crying. I assumed it was the same Yeah, I, I assumed it was later that yeah. night because he just woke up and just oh, ran okay. off into the, into the forest. Just kind of, eh, 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 eh. oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And and you forgot to tell him there was that, that credit scene where, you know, they show that Peacemaker's not dead. Yeah. He's getting uh, his own TV show. Yeah, it's funny. I wish they didn't talk. I wish they didn't reveal there was going to be a show before the movie. <laughs> like, I think day one the movie came out. They're like, "Yeah, Peacemaker show," because uh, people watching a little bit later, he survived. He took that bullet to the throat, and they're healing him up, and he's going to go do some missions. So James Gunn wrote his show. I think it's eight episodes or six episodes, and um, I don't know who's going to be directing the episodes. I know James Gunn wrote it for him, so he's like, "The story's here. Don't fuck it up." And so. Uh, it should be great. We get to see John Cena just being absurd and killing people. I'm pumped. And so I'm curious if I don't think he's ever going to go good, good, but he'll do good things because in a bad way, because he's trying to save the world. Yeah. So I'm abs- extra pumped for that show. It should be really good. Uh, so, yes, that was Suicide Squad. This movie is absolutely amazing. It's, it's absurd. So, uh, Katie, who was your favorite character in Suicide Squad? I'm going to turn that light on uh that would be nanawe or king shark he was the fucking best everything he did was hilarious every interaction with him was fucking funny every time they asked him a question or just spoke to him and he was just like hand just like (laughs) he was so fucking stupid and so gullible it was just adorable and it was so sad and it was like really cute when he found the aquarium room and those new friends that he made and he was all happy and excited and then the glass broke and they attacked him i'm like no don't do it to king shark he's such a good character <laughs> i was there really was so concerned he times- was gonna die and then he lived and then yeah i was like there were so many times i'm like dude they killed him what the fuck? yeah and then he got down when like the building collapsed he was like down on the ground next to the all the rebels or whoever and the building kept falling on him. And I was like, no, they squished him. Stop. He's so good. Don't kill him. And then he lived again. And I was like, cool. Keep him alive. Stop fucking with my king shark. <laughs> uh, Steve. Uh, I'm going to go with Peacemaker. Uh, I just, I thought he was hilarious. The, the, the dumb shit he was saying with the straight face just made me laugh so much. Yeah, when he's... <laughs> when he said he would eat a whole beach full of dicks to keep peace and then kill every man, woman, and child if, if, if peace was concerned. I'm like, none of that makes sense what you're saying, but you're saying it with such a straight face and such conviction that it, it's just fucking hilarious. And he also looked like an idiot with that stupid helmet and that bright <laughs> shirt and just like, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed his character uh, and he was just a murder machine. Just that, that scene when they're going through the uh, the rebel base, just killing everybody. He had that axe. He was just nonchalantly stabbing that person as he walked up to their head. No, the the dude in bed. That guy laying in bed. That dude was taking a nap and he just with a fucking axe. Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 I just, I really enjoyed his character. And yeah, I mean, John Cena actually has really good, like, comedic timing when it comes to, when it comes to that stuff. So I thought he was, I thought he was phenomenal in the movie. So yeah, he was my favorite. Uh, Daniel. Uh, I'm gonna go with Deadshot. Blood Sport. Blood Sport. Yeah, whatever. Sorry, 
Shout out, <laughs> shout, shout out yeah. Will Smith. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on Idris Elba Homer. Love that man. He's a he's a modern day Renaissance man. But in this movie, he's great. Um, him and John Cena have good good timing together. Like their their back and forth is really cool. Um, he's pretty funny too. He he draws some pretty funny shit. Um, yeah. The way he reacts to those rats swarming, where he just like <laughs> curls up into a little ball and like puts his head down. Mm-hmm. I, I was rolling for like two, three minutes. Like, oh my god, because I'm like, I probably would do that too, but yeah. And then it's really the funny end, that that rats. dude that that vicious murder machine has is like terrified of rats. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, when and then at the end, when the little rat curls up on him, he's like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll touch you. <laughs> Yeah, that little rat wanted the rat catcher's main rat just wanted to be his friend the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he when he's like, no, I'm not shaking your fucking hand. Little rat, like, 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 he just told a rat he ain't gonna shake his hand, bro. She was like, that one chick was like, is that rat waving at me? Yeah, yeah. The rebel chick. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it is. Yeah, flags like, I believe so. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Idris Elba. Uh, uh otis so the fun part about this movie just about any character that said more than like five lines was instantly like my favorite so uh, all everybody else said people that i was gonna pick so i'm gonna go with one of the ones that didn't get picked i'm actually gonna go uh, with harley quinn she was great in this movie uh margot robbie she found her character that she's absolutely amazing at it's just like with um uh, ryan reynolds with De- uh, deadpool he found his character that he's really good at doing. So with Margot Robbie, um, even before this with Birds of Prey, which technically did happen after or before this movie, but they chose not to really acknowledge it. They could have said stuff, but they were like, there's a lot of threads that we, because we got to talk about the girl and where is she? Well, it made sense to me because she says I they caught me and put me in jail again. I assumed that was just after she was yeah they were like oh, the end of birds of oh prey. we're out of money let's go yeah. rob a place and she's like get out of here I'll, yeah. I'll take the heat uh but she's absolutely amazing this movie and they got rid of that facial tattoo she got this is rotten they got rid of that because her and fucking james gunn didn't like it and i was like hooray fix her quietly fix her because i was like wait does she have a tattoo on her face and i was like oh i guess i thought the makeup got rid of it but then later on it's like it's not there i'm like oh okay. i don't care uh just fix these things you know just like that joker with all that shit on his face just get rid of it if you want to no one's gonna really fight if it disappears mainly people will be happy um but no uh harley is absolutely amazing last couple of movies she's been slowly getting past the fact that she needs somebody there are fucking shows that are doing the same thing so they're all leading us to her and poison ivy getting together so sooner or later hopefully one of these movies we'll see ivy there and then just them two being awesome together. I want to see a live action Ivy so bad. So hopefully we'll get there. Uh, I saw gross. one. Uh, Uma Thurman. Yeah. I, you know what I mean. God yeah. Damn. <laughs> only Poison stays, Ivy. One that stays more than one movie. That's what I want. <laughs> I want some young lady that gets tons of money for being in a movie for like 30 minutes. And she does it for 10 years. That's what I fucking want. Uh, but, <laughs> no, Harley Quinn. Absolutely amazing in this movie. So. Uh, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Weasel and Mongel. (laughs) (laughs) What weasel did he read? Weasel was so fucking creepy and weird. Yeah. (laughs) There was like, there was, 
he wasn't. There was no reason for that weasel to look that way. That thing was one hundred percent CGI, and they made that thing absolutely horrific. <laughs> that weasel was horrifying, and Mongal was just a piece of trash. Like, yeah. she literally did one thing in this movie, and it was to fuck up and murder everybody on accident. Like, that's the magic Suicide Squad. People stupid. do dumb shit. Stupid. Hey, weasel, bro. Weasel's great. I didn't need to see CGI weasel human person hybrid. Yeah, that thing junk. was so I didn't, I didn't, funny. I didn't need to see it's junk. <laughs> the way it scuttles, it has arms yeah. down. Yeah. It's a walk. It's oh, a walk. No. It, looked like, it looked like crackhead, bro. Oh, shit. Uh, whatever the hell Pete Davidson played, Blackguard. Yeah, Blackguard. Uh, one, one. I'm not the biggest fan of Pete. He tries to be Fallon by laughing at his jokes. That's not yeah, funny. Kind of a yeah. Um, but also just the character Black. He he sold out the fucking squad, dude. Like, come on. I mean, he got his shit peeled off. Yeah. Well, he literally <laughs> got his fucking face peeled off, which was funny. Um. But yeah, Blackguard. Uh, Steve. I'm going to go with just basically everybody but Rick and uh, Harley in that first squad. Like, they were all garbage. They, just, they, were, they much, were pretty spare. As much as Nathan Fillion, I like Nathan Fillion and his character made me laugh. I was like, your character's trash, bro. Like, <laughs> it just detached his arms like a fucking action <laughs> figure. <laughs> and it just like, like, like girly slapping. All the, the people with the guns and it just got shot up and was laying on the beach dying. Weren't Flag and uh, Harley looking at it like, what the fuck? What really? the fuck is That's that? It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An attachable kid? That's what TDK stands for? What the fuck? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then like Javelin was garbage. He stood up to throw his Javelin, just got annihilated. It was just like, yeah. basically, it, yeah, that whole first career, I was like, you guys suck. They were there to die. And then I was like, oh, cool, Michael Rooker. I mean, as soon as I saw Michael Rooker, I was like, well, he's dead. He's going to die early. I was like, no way he's going to be in this whole movie. And then, yeah, they showed like some of his backstory and they put too much camera time on him at the start of that movie. And then he just ran away crying and got his head exploded. It's and kind then, of a dick move when you annihilate that little bird. Yeah. Well, hey, man, he got eaten by a bird at the end. So, yeah, the bird said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you suck. <laughs> So yeah, the, the whole first squad basically. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm on Steve's like train of thought. I was like looking, I was, like I enjoy everybody in this movie for something they did. So I have to just go on the quality of the first fucking team. That team was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I guess they were good because they were a, a distraction. They did that perfectly, but they were absolutely horrible. Uh, yeah, everybody else is great in this movie, and they did their jobs. I mean, save for the terrorists, they were pretty trash, but. Yeah, I mean, but they got starfishes on their face, so. Yeah. yeah. Everybody got taken care of in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, even the first president, he was all right. He got a fucking pistol shot in his chest, so, I mean, he wasn't there long. He went out Maybe with a bang, get it? Uh-huh. He was a dick, but he got starfish on his face, so I was like, man. Oh, yeah, the second general that took over, because he, bur- he burned those birds, and he was a jerk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. burn those birds, that, That's my least favorite. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> the last president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> okay, so let's do seven word synopsis. Okay, uh, I got two of them. Uh, we got a kaiju in this shit. Uh, he said that I laughed, and then Amanda got knocked back into the Stone Age. <laughs> uh, she got her head 
blowed up by that fucking putter. That chick hit her so fucking hard and she went down. Just a lump of potatoes. Uh, it was hilarious to me. The second she got hit, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that fucking, that fucking thing came out of nowhere too. Just sick. Ooh. Right, she was yelling and shit, calling pieces of shit. I'll fucking kill you! Ah! And boom. <laughs> she just went quiet. Uh, yeah, that made me laugh absolutely. Katie, Corto Maltese is Gotham with more terrorists. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Gotham's a shitty place, so yeah. so was Corto Maltese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying Corto Maltese is pretty bad. But for all their money, Gotham's a horrible place to live. I think people uh, only live in Corto. Nobody has money in Gotham except for Bruce. So I think people live in Corto Maltese because it's tropical. Yeah, and I then think it's one of those. Face. Yeah, they li- yeah. they live there because that's where they were born, and they're like, "Well, I'm stuck here." <laughs> yeah, is that a starfish? <laughs> yeah, everyone in Gotham could have left, but they stayed, even though I that mean, place is a fucking. I mean, Metropolis ain't no better. You get hey. the giant robots there. Yeah, but outside of the giant robots, the Metropolis looks nice. Every time you see Gotham, I'm like, this shit is a dink. It's just a dink. Yeah, it's dirty. Like, you could smell Gotham when you look at a picture of it. Gotham smells like a fucking alley. It's probably pissy. It looks like sewage. It's (laughs) Metropolis looks like a really nice place that just happens to get giant robots every once in a while. But they also have Batman. So I feel feel safer living in a city with Superman. I'm like, Batman is cool, but, you know, what's he going to do when a giant robot shows up? Superman's like, well, well, and there's there's a big difference for from the villains in metropolis too because the villains in metropolis are like you know what i'm killing superman that's that's it that's my goal but the got the villains in gotham are like you know what i'm gonna murder everybody i see until batman comes here and then i'm gonna try to kill him and then i'm gonna try to murder batman (laughs) the people in metropolis the bad guys in metropolis don't really give a fuck about the general citizens like citizens of metropolis they Look, don't try to kill them. They don't even bother with them. They're just like, nope. Yeah. Focus. People in Metropolis die is just like that's it. What is that called? Uh, not casualties, but I don't know. Whenever like just on accident because the building got knocked over, so the oh, civilian died. casualties. Civilian casualties. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. no. There's there's an, there's another collateral damage. Is collateral yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, they die as collateral damage. The people in Gotham get targeted. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Hey, <laughs> check it out. Check it out. In 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 Gotham City, life. Life insurance is, is it's a thriving business in mm-hmm. Metropolis. It's property insurance. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> sky high in Metropolis. What happened to your car, Otis? Superman grabbed it and he hit a, a giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened last week too. I swear to God, man. Yeah, did you have a new car last week, Otis? Yeah, it was on the yeah. news. Yeah, it was on the news. You saw him throw my car. Yeah, laser eyes. He split it in half. <laughs> Yeah, but then in Gotham, hey man, where's Steve? Oh man, Riddler fucked him up. Yep. <laughs> Why? Yeah, man. I don't know. He was walking. Man. Yeah, he was walking down the street and fucking Riddler saw him. And... Yep. Yeah, bro. That whole block, they just let this gas out, turned you inside out, and shit. <laughs> Steve was in the wrong place. <laughs> Got fucking peeled. Okay, uh, Steve. Uh, much better than the last shitty movie, <laughs> or I guess the first shitty movie. I was, I was gonna say you cut this so everything broad, about the, it could be any movie. <laughs> yeah, the, since the the first one, as just everything about this movie was better. Like characters better, writing was better, villain was better. You didn't have fucking Enchantress doing her weird little oh, fucking. God. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this movie going? What is going on with this? So yeah. Ugh. <laughs> 
horrible. Oh, Diablo was cool. He was he? Yeah, he was. Was he? I didn't. I didn't like him. I was like, I don't know who this character is. And he's like, Oh, he turned into him. like a a fiery Aztec god. I'm like, Okay. Oh, I he mean, died he, anyway. He was their Hulk. He did all the work at the end. <laughs> yeah, I loved him. He was so good. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Who's this spare character? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Everybody else was a little too spare to help at the end, so he was yeah. just enough not spare. Yeah, it's just, just that whole that everything about the movie sucks. So this one much, much, much improved mm-hmm. all the way it's around. Our first Hispanic superhero culture, I'm, like that actually got to show first in live. Like, yeah, I was say in, in live. We have action. a couple in Marvel that are of Hispanic descent, but they're green. <laughs> so <laughs> they're not like <laughs> they're from some other planet or whatever. He was actually like. No, I'm li- like I'm Latino and I have superpowers, Holmes. bitch. Like that was dumb. Mm. And guess and guess what? He he was evil, and only <laughs> was less evil in this movie because he was trying not. He was trying to get less off his prison sentence. So, mm. <laughs> 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 fucking no, <laughs> you idiot, God, dude. <laughs> a superhero. Get on me for always saying the bad guy is my least favorite, and now he's getting on me because I actually like a guy a character that's bad. <laughs> Make up your not, damn mind, Steve. Well, because you pick you pick the the one time you do pick that you pick a terrible character. That's on that's on you from it's a always, terrible movie. It's always a caveat. It's more so because that it's more so because that movie as a whole. I was, I remember watching that theater. I was just I was frumped up the whole time. Everything everything that happened in that movie. It could have been way better. I didn't like the villain. Oh, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. No. <laughs> <laughs> the villain was trash, man. Yeah, I was like, we could have a whole, a whole podcast on how doo doo that fucking movie was. Eight Enchantress. <laughs> yeah, and it's just. Uh, I got three. Thank God there was no Leto Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ratatouille. God damn it. I'd be so mad if I just saw him sneaking away out of fucking the island. I'd be like, fuck it. Whatever. Uh, Ratatouille's cousin, Sebastian, is hard as fuck. Hell yeah. That little rat led the charge into the eyeball. Sebastian was pretty dope. Out here murdering folk. Was he wearing a backpack or like a little vest? I think it was a little backpack. Yeah, oh, he was legit. That was even more adorable. Uh, and then my last one: God made Margot Robbie to be Harley Quinn. When he was making Margot Robbie, he's like, "You're gonna be hot, but you're gonna be Harley Quinn hot." Yeah, <laughs> Margot Robbie yeah. is amazing. Oh, Lordy Lord. Yep. Problem is, this movie, like her other movies, didn't make a lot of money, so. I, I, I think we can give COVID the we can do the give this movie the COVID. Uh, I would hope I hope so because yeah I I don't I don't know why this movie didn't make money. I mean I think in the theaters it would have cleaned up. Yeah, see that's the problem with it. So some directors want their movies to come out digitally at the same time in the theaters, and some of them like no nah, man, give us like a month just in theaters and then release it. So it just kind of depends on who you're talking to. James Gunn was kind of like. Kind of wish there was more theater, but it's just not. He wasn't gonna get his full money anyway, either way it went. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, I hope somebody, they. T- I, I, huh? I said I hope they take that into account because yes. yeah, she she was good. This movie was good. 
So I hope they're not just like, well, nope, didn't make any money. We're done with it. Like, no, don't do that. Yeah, because some of the more uppity directors, like the dude that's doing Dune, Dune, uh, he's like, nah, this is just a theater movie. This isn't a watch this in your kitchen or in the, in the restroom on your phone kind of movie. Fuck you if you want to do that. I'm like, fuck you. I'll watch this movie anywhere. <laughs> that's like, oh, I guess I'll just be pirating it and you still won't. Yeah, yo ho, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but there's, there's certain directors that are just a little too... You know, like if Oliver Stone had a movie coming out soon, he's like, nah, we ain't doing this digitally. Fuck you. No, it's just hey man, look at, hey, man, look at Disney. Disney tried to hold Black Widow. They held that shit for over a year trying to like, it's going to be theaters. It's going to be in theaters. It's going to be that. Fuck it. It's on. It's on Disney Plus. Also in theaters. Bro, they held that for forever. Yeah, they did. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, it might get better in a couple months. Right. Right. They're like, nah, man, you should probably just drop that whenever. No. <laughs> 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 okay so this movie came out i want to say it was august 5th 6th yeah yeah sure uh what do you guys think the budget for this movie was katie 250 million dollars 250 uh let's go with the cool 300 300 budget yeah, yeah budget stevie 120 120 Hey, look at that. Smiley didn't go over. So the budget for this movie was $185 million, huh. which I think is a bit cheap for what yeah. they did. Mm-hmm. He kept it down because like comic book movies these days, you're doing like 200, like 200, 250 kind of bullshit. You're starting. You're starting at yeah. 220. Yeah. And it's like, we got to hit a billion to like <laughs> do anything because we spent some stupid money out here. Uh but yeah, I forgot the budget for like fucking uh, the last Avengers movie. It was insane. Yeah, it was like 500 something, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what do you no, guys? They more than made their money. Oh, easy. Easy. Uh, that'd be a gamble that they wouldn't like quadruple it. But uh, what do you guys think the box office for the Suicide Squad was? Katie? 650 million. 650. Uh, Let's go with. 290 million. 290. Steve. 160. 160. Uh, Steve is on the right track with this movie. Uh, he was the closest going over, but it made 140 million. Just box COVID, office. man. COVID. So, yeah, I took like that's I, I read the story that this it didn't do well in the box office. Yeah. So but but it, they don't they don't take into account how HBO when it comes to that. Yeah. Because I, I know guarantee HBO, a lot of people watch it on there. Yeah, they do like the viewership and how long it's been viewed and stuff. Because I know that Justice League uh, movie that they did, that thing was viewed for billions of times. And they were like, hell yeah. So hopefully they take into account these things. Because I know the Suicide Squad was watched hardcore. The ratings of it, people love it. And so, like I say, with a lot of scary movies that are made with, you know, 20 bucks and a sandwich, <laughs> if everyone <laughs> loves it, that's how you get four of them. It's like, what? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That movie was shit in a fucking hole. They're like, yeah, but everybody liked it. So they gave them money to make more. And it's like, so that's what happens with these films. So uh, it seemed like they had a good time. This is like one of the first DC films that they didn't fuck with it because DC has the issue because they're, they seem like they're kind of in a race to catch up to Marvel, like movie wise and money wise. And so they like to just kind of sit over the director's shoulder and just like, but well, why is Batman doing that? 
Wouldn't yeah. it be cool if he did that? I'm like, man, let me make my movie. Do you think it's going to make a billion? It's got to make a billion. And they just pick at him. Ben Affleck was going to make a Batman movie, and they kept fucking with him. And he's like, yeah, I'm done. And I'm like, let him do it. Let him work on the movie. He's a good director. So um, this is the first one that they left James Gunn alone and just let him do it. And he actually said it was very refreshing that no one was like just at his like door like, but, but why is why is Weasel a weasel? Shouldn't he be like a, like a wolf or something? Like, no, man, just, he's a weasel. Leave me alone. Just, <laughs> let the weasel do things. Let uh, weasel be great. Right. So hopefully DC takes the hint that they don't have to just kind of sit and watch everything and just let it just percolate because there are good directors out there. Um, hopefully they make another Wonder Woman movie. They can work on the third act because for some reason they cannot end a Wonder Woman movie. Good. Uh, Jesus Christ, man. It's hard to end a Wonder Woman movie. Um, hopefully they can make a good Superman and Batman movie by themselves. That's, that's the real goal for DC. Come on, make a, make, make a Superman movie that doesn't make me frown when I'm watching it. So, because boy, go, howdy. Last go couple. watch Superman 2. Go watch Superman 2. Oh, boy, my nigga Weasel was licking glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we had a good Batman, but we're going back to younger. So hopefully he can do it. Uh, that one trailer, uh, old uh, vampire boy, he was whomping that dude. They, his friends are just watching. They're like, oh, shit. Uh, his name was Cedric Diggory? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, his name is, I don't know what his name was in the lighthouse. That weird guy that was like, Getting mad at Green Goblin. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't see that movie though. Friendly Lighthouse was amazing. <laughs> it's just those two people for like an hour and a half just yelling at each other. Apparently, it's amazing. Um, so that's all I got for the oh. Suicide Squad. Oh, what you got, D? I got something a story that came out. I don't know, it's floating around the internet about a uh, polka dot man. He he got a kitty. Oh or he, he found a stray kitty in uh wherever they're filming. Oh. And he got the kitty to come home. Well, the costume director made it made the kitty a little polka dot man outfit. Oh, look, look it up. It is fucking adorable to see that little cat with little, little goggles on his head. It is really damn cute. Oh, that's a fucking cute. Oh, so I, I actually found some uh, streaming viewership. So um, this app reported 2.8 million households streamed it over the first four days of release on HBO Max. Uh, second largest total of day-to-date title on the platform behind Mortal Kombat. And 4 million households have watched the film in the first 10 days of release. So uh, it didn't beat Mortal Kombat, but it was right behind it. So I hope that's enough. For It was better than Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was kind of a movie. But that's what I hear. You still haven't seen it? Nah. Nope. I'm scared. Me either. I'm scared. Well, you weren't there. You, weren't, you didn't come over that night, Daniel? Oh, Club. Well, Whatever, it's I mean it's okay, but it's like wow, this movie from like the get go is like we're setting up a sequel. Like, why don't you just make a decent good movie and then worry about the sequel later? Like, nope, we have to set it up at the very beginning of the first movie. Like, cool, thanks, yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, uh, it's called so- Mortal Kombat, but guess what? They don't even make it to the tournament. Ooh. All this happens. All this happens before the Mortal Kombat tournament. I was like, why are you calling it Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> Mortal. Brawl, yeah, Mortal prequel. So, quick aside, Katie was uh, looking on Facebook, and I saw uh, John Carlo Esposito's face, and so I'm waiting on the news that he's going to be—I don't know—fucking Magneto or Doctor Doom, just waiting on it. And then I read it because Katie tilted it toward me, 
and it said that he is rumored to play Professor X, and I frowned. He is too good to be a good person. Make him evil. Yeah. It'd be better. Yeah. Even though he will die if he's a villain in a Marvel movie, (laughs) he would die way too fast. I could see him be Magneto, dude. He'd be a great Magneto. He would be an awesome Magneto. Or fucking Dr. Doom, boy. He don't have to fight. Dr. Doom don't fight. He makes shit to fight Ooh, for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Dr. Doom would be fucking be phenomenal. Fucking pimp. Oh, man. Please, God. Make him Dr. Doom. Please. Or Galactus. Be the voice of Galactus. I'm down. Why don't Fuck you it. just let him be Professor X? We keep showing up and being. Yeah, no, but... Hey, man. I don't know if you've read Marvel in the last like decade. Professor X is a douche. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's a huge piece of shit. Like, he's basically a villain. Yeah, ever since one of the last times he died, he came back and it's it, honestly it's when he could walk. He was a piece of shit, and he's been yeah. shitty. <laughs> I don't know. He got it function of his legs back, his penis work, and he's like, "Fuck it, <laughs> out here better do whatever I feel like." Yeah, Professor yeah. X is an asshole now. Um, so yeah, if you have any other cool fun facts about DC, like I don't have anything, you tweet us at. Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So uh, for everyone here, um, we have one more action film that we're going to do together, and then we're going into musicals. I'm very excited about that. Uh, oh, is that what we're doing next month? Oh, it's musicals. I'm all in for it. I'm, I'm all in. I'm, yeah, I actually really like musicals. <laughs> Wait, look, but, let me check real quick. I want to say I'm it's musicals. Really fucking excited. I love. Well, musicals. don't get my fucking hopes up now, Otis. Yeah. Right. We can watch like Sweeney Todd. I want to watch yeah. Hairspray. It's musicals. Yeah, oh my hairspray. god. Yes. Hairspray. You, you, you. I want to watch Hairspray. I love, I love that. I love Hairspray. <laughs> hairspray is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, what's her face in it before she kind of lost it? Um, Her friend, Penny. Oh, oh Amanda, uh, Amanda Bynes. Bynes. Yeah, Amanda Bynes. She, she got on some hard times later. But, oh, that man, was some. That was prime Amanda crush. Bynes, too. I had a big it also, it also has John Travolta playing a big lady. And this is before. Yeah. It all came out that he's, uh, I mean, he was always creepy, but it, before yeah. all that came out, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> so I was watching the movie, I was like, that's hilarious. You, you're hilarious as that big lady singing and dancing. You're crazy, John Travolta. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Oh, uh, you St- are. You are. Joey Stiller's in it, too. Yeah. yeah. It's good people. I'm very pumped. So uh, we'll get into musicals. And then the month after that, it's Halloween Scream Thons. So we're going to watch some scary movies. It's spooky season. Uh, that new Halloween movie's coming out. Wait, is, yeah, is, is Candyman coming out this year? Oh my yeah, it's God, actually yes. coming out in a week. Yeah. Oh, Candyman. Oh, that's too early. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I, I, I would I would push it a month later. In mid-September, I would drop it. Yeah. Yeah. To get yeah, ready for October, but uh, they said fuck it, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's tons of new scary movies coming out. I'm very pumped for the new Candyman. I've said it three times. I'm gonna stop saying it now. <laughs> is Tony uh, is Tony Todd Candyman? Uh, so it's weird. In one of the trailers, you hear his voice. He's in it. I've seen he's it talking in his trailer. I don't know how much he's going to be in it. So He's, uh, he's probably the old man like, don't say sure Candyman into the mirror. <laughs> hey, don't you say that name. You'll die. I'm like, oh, he's Tony Todd. He just waves at the camera and that's it. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I'm old. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that it, I don't know. The trailer kind of shows that the kid's kind of losing it, but I hope that you know, C-Man comes out and he's like, hey, hey, I got a new body. And then just the voice, because that's good enough, because he's kind of old. They can't, you know, I don't want Tony Todd out there, you know, getting right dragged into these. But they can use his voice because he's scary as fuck. So uh, he scares me. I know there isn't a Candyman. I said it four times now, uh, but I will not say it five times. 
It, then you better just stop. Yeah, I know. It bothers Say what me. five times? Yay, movie. <laughs> Say what? Fuck, I'm trying to say. Yay, okay. No, I don't. What are you trying to say? Go, yeah, uh, but no, I'm, I'm very excited. Next couple months are going to be great. Uh, I'm pumped for musicals. It's going to be great. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. See you. Bye. bye.